This episode of This Week in Geek is brought to you by Collectibles Galore. Good morning! It is Wednesday, and that means it's time for This Week in Geek. I'm your host, Paul. This is Aaron. And you're not getting anything in those headphones, are you? Nothing at all. Alright, okay, I can just tell you that you sound fine. Okay. So don't worry about it. Okay. I can tell why the, the hands are failing. I'm like, yeah, I know that <laughs> I was like, and eh, signals, yay! <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, a little technical difficulties here, but hey, let's uh, keep the ball rolling. Alright, so let's jump right into it. Uh, new releases for today, Wednesday the 7th? Yes, oh my gosh, December 7th. For, uh, no, no, that's December. Saturday, wow. What? <laughs> the 4th, the 4th. We are fourth. very fast forwarded, it's wow. the whole 3rd of December. <laughs> you really want the weekend to be here, don't you? Uh, I guess, I, Big I plans, don't know maybe? No. <laughs> <laughs> plans, anyway. come on, what is that? Right. So, yeah, let's get into the comics, um... According to previews, where it looks like there's going to be some cool stuff coming out again. Uh, first one is one that I'm really excited about, Conan Serpent War number one. That looked really, really cool. That does look really, really cool. And I actually have my phone smashing onto the table. Um, I have the... <laughs> the blurbage, eh? Previews blurbs, yes. Okay. <clears throat> Conan Serpent War. Witness the wrath of the serpent god as warriors across time defy the elder gods. James Allison will soon die, but it's not his first death. He's lived many lives, in many places, lives he can recall in vivid detail. But when an elder god called the Worm reaches across time to James, an ages-spanning quest begins. The serpent god Set plans to usher in an eternity of darkness, and only the chosen warriors across time and space have a hope of stopping him. Conan the Barbarian, Solomon Cain, Dark Agnes, and the man known as Moon Knight. In an unprecedented comic event... Robert E. Howard's characters join forces along with Marvel's Moon Knight in an all-new saga built on R.E.H. and Marvel lore from across the ages. Your guy. It's got your yep. man in it, Moon Knight. Well, I like mean, I said, I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, that looks really, really cool. And the idea that they're not going to be rehashing another story. Right. This is, in, this is something different. This is something that they have not done before. These characters really have not had much interaction, you know, I mean, Solomon Kane, you know, Conan, you know, it, Moon Knight, I mean, there, right. there's a lot of differences, and it's cool, and from what I've read and seen, is that the whole idea, the premise, is that each one is going to bring something to the search, so right. the, the, the quest, if you will, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely cool. I knew you were going to be excited about that one. Oh, yeah. That's on my list, too. So, um, definitely, 
definitely uh, check that out, guys. Conan Serpent War number one. All right, next one on my list from Image Comics is 20XX number one, I guess we're going to call it? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's the best way to call it, yeah. All right, and again. Another so, blurbage. Look at you, prepared today. Uh, 20XX marks a new series premiere from Jonathan Luna of Alex plus Ada, Girls, and The Sword, and Lauren Keeley in her writing debut with this all-new ongoing series. This sci-fi thriller for mature readers imagines a not-so-distant future, a world of norms and sims, S-Y-M-S, divided by fear. Sims, a small percentage of the population with telekinetic abilities, form gangs to survive. But division only breeds more division, and Murr and Nuon experience this firsthand as they become entangled in the often dramatic, sometimes violent, but always complex social landscape of sim gang rivalries in Anchorage, Alaska. Definitely, it's interesting that Image is going this way because it it, it has a lot of, uh, I'd say, roots to X-Men, you know, and the mutant aspect of it. So right. I, when reading through it, it does look cool. I'm interested to see how they go about the mature reader, which I'm going to assuming is probably going to be sex, violence, you know, all profanity. that profanity. Yeah. So we can assume that's going to be in there, you know, with the idea of the factions aspect of what they're the Sims and all that. I that really that made me think about the you know the movie that came out where it had oh my gosh um, I f- I'm forgetting the movie there was a three. Three movies. It was Allegiant, Defiance. Yeah, um, um, I know what you're talking about. It, uh, but it was based in Chicago, and there were there were just different factions. There was like a military faction. There was a smart faction. There was a worker faction. And so you know, yes, the factions. You could see how they different strengths, weaknesses go against each other. So it'll be cool to see what telekinetic powers. You know, the specialty powers how people interact with that, you know. Right. And then, of course, having the overseeing body, you know, the they didn't say the government, but we know that there's going to be a, a force that is going to be, you know, controlling them, how, how Image is going to, you know, show that and showcase their side of the, you know, specialty, you know, mutants, if you will. So definitely cool. Um, title definitely harkens back to, you know, Marvel. But mm-hmm. again... You know, there's uh, it's something different that Image hasn't done, so definitely I'm excited to see what they do with that. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, my final one out of the three from Dark Horse Comics is The Butcher of Paris, number one. 1944, as swastikas flew over Paris, one of the most notorious and prolific serial killers in history turned the occupied city into his personal hunting ground. Under the guise of opportunity and freedom, a killer preys on the, those desperate to flee until a gruesome discovery alerts the police. Hmm. In a city on the brink of war, the hunt for a serial killer begins as a French detective races to catch the villain before the Nazis beat him to it. Written by Stephanie Phillips, who's done Descendant and Devil Within, with art by Dean Kotz, who's done Mars Attacks. The Butcher of Paris is a historical true crime thriller about a killer wanted by both the Nazis and Allied forces for the death of nearly 200 victims. Wow. Definitely, uh, I mean, I just watched the movie uh, Overlord. Um, it, it just came out uh, on DVD, and it was, uh, you know, the Nazis and their their plurif- 
um, prolific, prolific, um, you know, use of technology to further the, you know, the, the super soldier and all that stuff and whatnot. So we know how, you know, the Nazis use tech, you know, stuff to go after people. We know from Captain America. So it's very cool to see that, you know, Dark Horse is taking a crime kind of, you know, story, like mm-hmm. a detective, like a detective, if you will, right. throwing it in there and seeing how the Nazis are going to deal with this, how the Allies are going to deal with this. And we know that, you know, the Allies are probably going to go out there and do the, you know, the good guy thing, searching, and the Nazis are probably going to do the crazy, you know, just go out there, blitzkrieg, go crazy right. kind of thing. So it's, uh, it definitely looks um, interesting. The art, um, from when I looked up, also looks pretty cool. Um, very, uh, very artistic use of very darker, saturated colors um, nice. on the pages. So it's not something where you're going to have the the full pages where they're split up and there's going to be like wham, bam, you know, kind of comments. There's going to be the boxes with the the darko sh- darker, shadowy uh, characters interactions. So it definitely looked really cool awesome. from the previews that I saw. So um, I you three three for three, very. Cool cool very very mm-hmm. cool um i tell you mine the marvel and the 2099s um those are some really exciting for me growing up having those books mm-hmm. and then seeing what they're doing now uh, i mean amazing spider-man number 35 2099 but more more importantly the ghost the actual titles ghost rider 2099 number one venom 2099 number one those are going to be hot books um multiple covers for them naturally of course you know marvel always does that but more more importantly they are drawing on the history of what we know 2099 is based upon so it's it's not like they're reinventing the will the wheel they're going to be using the history of what had happened and then throwing them into current you know uh I guess, uh, you know, current age, if you, um, you know, uh, the storylines. Right, and this is said to, um, like, put the the exclamation point on the fact that this is really the future of the Marvel Universe. Yes. Like, that is the official yes. future of Marvel now. Yes. Which I think is really cool. It's it's cool that they, they have a path, a trajectory, they're on that, and they're following through with that. So, you know, definitely the... 2099 storylines are great, and I'm really excited for the, the the covers. They really have some awesome covers coming out. Yes, they do. Um, last week, I picked up the uh, Venom number 20, the 2099 variant, mm-hmm. and I saw that. And it was funny. I go to pick my books up, and I, I of course, was picking them up on Thursday because um, I wasn't able to get there on Friday, cause, uh, Wednesday because I was working so much. And uh, I saw it on the shelf, and I was like, ooh, I got to get that. So I scooped that up, and uh, I was surprised that that wasn't an extra charge because it was a really beautiful cover. Yeah, I heard the uh, the Spider-Gwen 2099 variant that, was really nice, too. Yeah, that, that flew off the shelves from what I understand. I didn't even get to see that except for online. Not, right. So, um, but, uh, yeah, definitely 2099, guys. Check, check some of those books out and let us know what you think. You know, uh, it's... Uh, Brings back lots of nostalgia for Paul and I. So, oh, without a doubt, uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine was one of my favorite books back in the day. Oh yeah, 
He's and, just a cool character. Yes. You know, and I had the Marvel Legends, you know, I have both of those. And uh, it's just so neat to see them bringing the stuff that you and I, it's so crazy saying grew up with, right? right. I mean, we're not that old, so... Well, I'm not anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am really glad to see that they put uh, Miggy back in his original costume. Yes. Instead of the, the white. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that costume. That just wasn't Spider-Man 2099. No, so. it, it was it was very way too uh, bright. Mm-hmm. And kind of busy. I yeah. Like it. Oh yeah, definitely. But moving on, what else is on your list there, or does that cover all of it? Because it was mostly. Mostly, uh, mostly twenty ninety nine, um, and the other one that I'm I'm gonna say probably is gonna be a, a good one that I'm just gonna pick up because I'm curious to see where they go with it is Thor worthy, um, you know, Beta Ray Bill being in there, um, nice. that it's always cool to see him he's just such a different character Mm -hmm. and it just it's 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 interesting to see how they're gonna play that out so i'm gonna pick that up it looks cool multiple covers again and then um the only other one that i'm gonna look at may not pick up is the star wars saga number one now, what's the story with that? Because I remember some of the other titles that have been sagas. It's basically just a recap book. That's that's what it looks like, but the way, again, the previews prefaced it was that there's going to be new stuff okay. in it. So, the, you know, whether it's expansions on the existing stories or, you know, maybe, you know, m- more blurbs in it. I don't know. I'm going to pick it up, take a gander at it, and see what it's all about. Nice. So... But yeah, that's uh, those are the main uh, the main stuff that I have for Marvel anyway. Um, anything on your end for? Well, I know DC is no, nah. <laughs> um, for me. Uh, again, Batman has been pretty consistent. Number eighty four, gonna be picking that up, and Deathstroke number fifty. Fifty, really? Yeah, yeah. It's um, and I will tell you the cover art that they have been doing for the Deathstroke books have been so good. Um, really? The B covers, the literally works of art. I, I mean, and the story has been kind of wonky. It's been, you know, it, did he died. Did he not die? Is he back? You know, who's replacing him? It, it, Deathstroke has been all over the board over the years that this storyline is a good storyline. It's just the art on that they're getting people for the covers. They're, they're, I just love them. So that's nice. primarily the reason I'm picking uh, the Destro books up. Outstanding. So, But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much for Marvel, DC, um, what I have for my picks. That's all I had, other than all of the, uh, and I mean, it's, we're squashing what we do later anyway with what we're reading now. Yeah. Um, I'll save it for that, actually. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's move on to the toy box, Marvel Legends. Been uh, been slow news lately. Yeah, this is the second week in a row that I've said it's been slow going with this stuff. They uh, they 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 did all the releases where the Fantastic Four wave, you know, is you know able to be ordered. They haven't started shipping it yet. No, you I know, think we'll see um, those after the holidays. I, I, that's not going to come anywhere before that. Maybe even into the new year. I think actually it's slated for. Um, I believe some of the figures were slated for January and some were slated for April. Okay. So um, definitely going to be after the new year. Um, the uh, 
The only other one that I'm excited for is again the Stanley one. Yes, and that's uh, June. That's right? June. Yeah, so so. Uh, you know we don't have a whole lot coming out for Marvel Legends. Um, no, we, it's, I mean it's it's been a robust year for them. So, oh yeah. I mean we can have a downturn at the end of the year. <laughs> Let the money recoup in the checking account. Yes, right. I totally agree on that. Um, but as as for the local front, uh, the only things I've seen is GameStop had one loan. X-Men 3-pack. Had, because I know that's been purchased. Um, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I saw that. That was the one in clay. And, and and it sat for as long as it did because nobody knew it was there. It was behind the... Uh, so crazy. The X-Factor 2-packs. Um, other than that, what did I see? At um, one of the local comic shops today, I saw the remnants of the Fat Thor wave. Okay. Uh, first time I've seen a bunch of them other than Heimdall. Heimdall's been at Comic Zone for a while. I've seen him. <laughs> um, I'm actually surprised that's sitting because I'm pretty sure that's the first ever Heimdall figure. I I want to say I think it is. I, I I think you're right on that. I believe that that is that that wave though. I did not purchase and I don't have anything from that yeah, wave. I, um, I think it was a little too far removed from the movie. Yeah, like I, the I agree. excitement had died down. Yep, and while. Fat Thor was a, a, a cool kind of character. A novel idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think anyone was killing themselves to the get an overweight, especially with them doing him basically in like the the Lebowski outfit. <laughs> that was pretty much a big Lebowski. Yeah, with, <laughs> I, I mean, I think if they would have done him in the armor, like the, the with the Viking look from the end, that would have been a cooler yes figure. But what do I know? Um, <clears throat> they they definitely. Um, some it, it's interesting that a, a lot of times Marvel will do these build a figures and sometimes they're like, oh my god, everyone's out there hunting for them. You see people opening packages at Walmart, Target, stealing the stuff, and right. then like you have the like the Molten Man from the Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, you know that just sitting on the shelves. You yeah. have the, this one sitting on the shelves. Same so. with the Captain Marvel line, like. Oh, yeah. And that's one that I thought was going to be a really cool build of figures, because the Kree Sentry, I mean, that's classic 70s Marvel. Yeah. But apparently nobody cared. Now, I um I, I got uh, pretty much 80% of him, and uh, I I have yet to pick up the rest of it, just because I don't... Uh, the figures were just so blasé that I'm like, okay, if I see it on sale, I'll grab it, but I'm not going to spend anywhere, like, 13 or up. If it's under 13 bucks, maybe right. I'll pick it up. I think it was a missed opportunity where they could have done comic accurate scrolls and stuff oh, in that. Yeah. Um, because the comic figures that were in there, or figure, I should say, because wasn't the Genus Val? Yeah. That was the only comic figure in the wave, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, and the, the gray. Um, oh, the gray gargoyle. The yes. gray, yeah. And those are the two that I picked up. Yeah. And then yeah. I got a, a, a regular Captain Marvel because Madison. So. Yeah, and then they, they, they dropped the ball. Walmart dropped the ball because they had the special edition Captain Marvel figure. But that it showed was up so late. So late, and there were like 50 of them on the shelves. It's yes, like, and there still are. They're, still, they're everywhere. You know, yeah. and it's like, and, and they were going for like 40 bucks on eBay. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, why are people spending all this money? Right, spend an so. extra $5 in gas and go to East Syracuse and buy one of the 20. <laughs> exactly, so right. So. But yeah, um, you know, Marvel Legends, unfortunately, 
uh, you know, they so much came out in the past like, several months that it is a, uh, a slower period, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. I'm okay with that. And, you know, that transitions me into the, uh, the Star Wars Black Series figures, too. Um, again, major, major slowdown. Um, some new stuff coming out, but, again, not being released or shipped till after the new year. Um, the most... The, the coolest figure and the hardest one to get as of right now is the Purge Trooper. Now, the Purge Trooper was the figure that was released with Jedi Fallen Order, the specialty box set. Um, GameStops supposedly got anywhere from two to three of the actual figures per store. Um, I pre-ordered what I thought was them ended up that I pre-ordered the Jump Troopers that came out like several months ago. So I unfortunately missed out on getting my two, went, did some hunting, and I was able to pick a single one up. Opened it, very cool figure, um, some really nice soft goods on it, Um, but this is going to be a figure that if they don't release them, it's going to be like a Revan. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to realize, oh well, we need to release it because so many people want it. Then it's going to saturate and flood the market again. Right, which so. is what happened with Revan, right? Like he was exactly. super short packed, and then all of a sudden, Best Buy had twenty of them. Yeah, it was all over the place. So um, right now, you go to a GameStop and you cannot order it online. You know, the, most of the collectors have already scooped them up, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so a very hard figure to get right now. A very cool figure, though. Um, so keep your eyes open at your GameStops. You may like uh, luck out, and they may get a random one in, and uh, definitely pick it up because it is a really cool fi- figure, especially sitting next to the you know the second sister and Darth Vader and whatnot. It really looks nice. cool, very cool, um, with the you know the black and the red aspects of it. Um, but that yeah, again, Black Series. The pre-orders were up for the White Revan, um, for the uh, Kit Fisto, for the the Red Battle Droid. That all came out, you know, Hasbro Pulse has those, um, Amazon has those, so those are all stuff that's out right now. But other than that, no major announcements other than, (laughs) you want to say, you're kind of chuckling. Because I know what's coming. The biggest craze that they failed to take advantage of uh, they should have. Oh my god. The, The Mandalorian came out, and everyone, you know, is talking about... The little baby Yoda, you know, and I say baby Yoda. I mean, it's not officially baby Yoda, but it no. is right now officially. It's called the child. The child, yes. yes. And so the little child, which has stolen the the hearts of everyone with the Mandalorian. I mean, you have you have Cara Dune blowing stuff up. You have the Mandalorian, you know, chopping people's heads off with doors, hitting buttons. But then you have this little green guy taking a circular metal ball off a pole and that steals everything and everyone talks about it so um funko jumped right on the bandwagon and i think they're gonna be the first they are the first yep they're releasing i think three versions a 10 inch a flocked um smaller one and a regular one and then also was announced uh that there was going to be a plush one which you said was from vinyl and plush walmart leaked it yeah so it's um, going to be 11 inches tall. Uh, it's going to go for around $25 and it's not coming out until fucking June. Yeah. Which I mean, I have a feeling that they're going, that that date is going to get pushed up It has to because the craze is right now and yeah. they are losing 
so much. I mean, if they had released that and had that available for Christmas, mm-hmm. oh my God, it would have been like the the Tickle Me Elmo, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Well, I can so, tell you right now, there would be two in this house. Oh, um, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are just, I mean, adorable. So uh, you know, that is the the main figure that I can, uh, you know say that is the hot button right now yeah when, when that child. comes that is going to be the thing yeah yep. oh yeah i mean they have shirt they, it's funny you look on facebook and there's already memes and there's like there's people are making shirts and all this stuff and it's crazy to think that well it's interesting to think also that all these people because of this are getting disney plus now too right because they yeah. want to see what the craze is about so disney's raking in the money with the disney plus yeah the the official line was that a million subscribers oh my gosh a day that's insane yeah i mean printing wow. money yeah literally just i mean and mostly off of one show right yeah now. right literally i mean they made a bit they, they talked about that lady in the tramp the redo and all that we haven't watched yeah, that yet. I, I haven't watched it either i mean Mandalorian, and I, I gotta say that I've watched each episode. There's four episodes now. I've watched them at least three times. Yep. Just because each time it's like you notice something different, mm-hmm. and it's just I have a feeling that, and 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 then mark my word, in a year we're gonna be like, okay, the Mandalorian, he is the figure, Bubba who, right? Bubba Fat, what? He, you know, he's he's gonna be out out of sight, out of mind, and this is gonna be the new figure, yeah. you know, the new guy, and the you know the I just actually got. Um, speaking of which, um, I just got the um, heavy duty uh, Mandalorian from Best Buy. Did you? Yes, I did. I I did get that, and very awesome figure. Um, I'm gonna I put some pictures up um, on our site. And uh, actually, what I'll do is I'll bring it over, and we can do a little review of it next week. That would be awesome. So because, that way, uh, I mean, because I had heard they actually showed up in store and were gone immediately. I did not. I yeah, because people have them from wow in, in hand already on eBay. Wow, I, and and people are just I mean, sixty plus dollars for a twenty dollar figure. I yep. mean, it's so unfair because if you were lucky enough to grab one when it showed up online. And that's just it. It showed up online. I saw it. I ordered it. It took a couple days. It showed up, actually. It showed up, uh, what's today? Today, Yeah, Wednesday. You know, it it showed up on Saturday. Nice. And um, I actually opened it on Monday to play around with it. And uh, it's a heavy-duty figure. Nice. I mean, I want to say it weighs at least a pound. No kidding. Oh, yeah. And and he's he's top-heavy, too. He he took a couple uh, swan dives off of the top shelf and that's not good. He took out a couple of people on the way down, but As he it's okay. Being a Mandalorian. Oh yeah, he's he's a heavy duty guy. That's but yeah, funny. definitely, I'll bring that over so you can take a look at it. Definitely, and, excited uh, to order one. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you one. All right. But yeah, I think um, I I want to say that's all I have right now. Yeah. What about you? Um, for for that stuff, yep that that about wraps it up. Um, we're going to move into what we're actually going to be reading this week. Yes. Uh, like I said, I'm all in on both 2099 and Annihilation Scourge. Scourge. That's, that, that is, um, definitely going to be a read. I'm going to take a look at it. 
I'm really excited to see where the Venom 2099 goes. Mm-hmm. How they, you know, are they going to tie that into the um, Amazing Spider-Man 35 2099? Are they gonna? Because we know that in 2099 there was Venom, there was Spider-Man. They did have interaction in several yes. several instances. Is there going to be any, you know, correlation or any interaction that way? So I'm curious to see if that that goes that way. But you know. Most importantly, I'm really excited for that Conan Serpent Wars and that Thor worthy number one. So those are going to be uh, my my main pickups. All right. And as always, I want to remind everyone, do your hunting and your your collectible shopping local. Visit all the, the, the local places you can. I mean, without them, our hobbies don't exist. Definitely go see our buddies at Collectibles Galore. Uh, Mike's got probably one of the greatest shops in town. Oh, yeah. And if nothing else, you can sit there and talk to him for like an hour. Oh, yeah. He he, he literally, I, I, I joke around that you walk through a time warp when you get there. I mean, the time just stops. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, three hours have gone by. Uh, right. I, I was there I was there the other day and stopped in. I was looking to complete a run. And he's like, I think I have that. And, you know, 20 minutes goes by and he pops out and he's like, look, I do have it. I'm like... How did you know where it was? But you right. know he, you know the store. He's got so much stuff, and, if, and not just uh, comics. No, he has collectibles, figures, figures everything. He has. Uh, I saw some of the Star Wars Hot Wheels figures there. Oh the, yeah, the ships. Yep. Um, loose figures like on the cheap. Like he's got a couple of really good older Marvel Legends that if you're looking, they're there, and oh, they, yeah. I think they're like ten bucks. Yeah, and, and he is willing to work with you too yes you know and that's the main thing is that he's the type of guy that you go in there you have a good conversation you walk out not only feeling good of that you made a decent purchase at a local comic shop but you had a good conversation and you know that you he's going to remember you and you're going to go back and you know he's going to say you know how is this how is that right so definitely you know shop local mike collectibles galore um great shop hands down uh you know Stop in. Tell them that uh, Aaron and Paul sent you. Definitely. So, um, guys, have a great, great, awesome day. And uh, cheers, y'all. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Show notes and links to our social media can be found on our webpage, www.geekpod.com. That's G33KPOD.com. Want to help us out? Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reviews really help keep us on the charts. Thanks, guys, and see you next time.